Welcome to the first episode of Bible Bread Daily. Man, say that three times fast. Jesus said that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. We have the word of God to lead us, to guide us. You know, Jesus said that if we lack wisdom, if we pray to him and ask him for wisdom, that he will give it to us freely. And so Bible Bread Daily is a podcast where we're going to come and read God's word and listen to his Holy Spirit as he speaks to us through his word and leads and guides us. His word is a lamp to our feet. It guides our path. Jesus came to establish his kingdom and his word is his established truth. These are the words that we live by. This is what we need to live. And with Bible Bread Daily, what we'll be doing is praying, reading God's word and listening to his Holy Spirit, listening as he gives us wisdom and knowledge and teaches us and talks to us and guides us through life as we turn to him and humble ourselves. I'm so excited for this podcast. Can't wait for it. Let's go ahead and get started. Today, we're going to be reading in the book of John, John chapter one. And as always, before we get started, let's pray. Thank you, God, for your word, your precious word, Lord God, that you left us. We humble ourselves. We turn to you. We cry out to you for wisdom and we ask for you to open our eyes and our ears. Help us to see. Help us to hear. As you reveal these things to us, Heavenly Father, you said anyone who lacks wisdom, let him ask of you and you will give freely and without reproach. You also said to call no one your teacher, for there is only one who was your teacher, and that is the Christ. And so we turn to you today, humbling ourselves. Speak to us, God. Teach us your word and your ways. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so John chapter 1, John chapter 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, Nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Wow, look at that. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it, and the darkness did not comprehend it. This is talking about Jesus. Jesus was there from the very beginning. He was there. Jesus created the world that we live in today. 
He said that there was nothing that was made that was not made without him, that he was there, a master craftsman. He created what we see today. And so here we see in the book of John, in the beginning, Jesus here. Wow. And look at this. In him was life and the life was the light of men. Think about the book of Genesis. In the beginning, the first thing created was the light. But think about the book of Genesis, right? This, that Adam and Eve, when they were first created, they had eternal life. They had eternal life. Why? Because they were connected to Jesus. They were connected to Jesus and him was that life. He is that tree of life that is in the garden in the book of Genesis, because in him there is life. Right. He is the way, the truth and the life. And no one comes to the father except through him. Right. He is that life. And so Adam and Eve was connected to that life in the book of Genesis until they sinned and became darkness and separated themselves with that sin from that life. From that light, from that holiness, they separated themselves. Let's read on to verse six. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness to bear witness of the light. To bear witness. So here's a man named John who this man came for a witness to bear witness of what? Of the light. Because what did we just read? In him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness is not comprehended. Now, look at this. John came to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe he was not that light. John was not that light. He's saying he was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. Wow. If you are alive today, you have come into this world. Jesus came to be the light to every man in this world, because in that light, there is life. There is eternal life. Jesus said that he has come so that we may have life and life more abundantly. You see, so he is that life and every man in the world today. Jesus is that light that he came to shine, to lead and guide us out of this world, actually, and to be with him again, eternally, eternally with him. Let's keep reading. This is amazing. Verse 10. He was in the world, still still talking about Jesus, and the world was made through him and the world did not know him. Wow. The world was made through him. But yet here it is. He's here. The create. He created the world and yet he's here in the world and the world does not know him. He came to his own, his own people who should recognize and know him from listening to the prophets, from studying the scriptures and from understanding that the Messiah was to come and 
redeem us once more, right? Salvation and, and everything else that Jesus came to, to correct and fulfill and which he did. And it says, and he came to his own and his own did not receive him. Wow. His own people rejected him, did not believe in him. But as many, but as many as received him to them, he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Now, this is interesting. I want to reread this to you. He said he came into his own and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, if you're hearing this today and you accept and believe in Jesus Christ and who he is, the redeemer of our souls. But as many as received him to them, he gave the right to become children of God to them. You see, if you are willing to believe today, that means that would that is also can be you. That's us right to them. He gave the right to become children of God through their belief in him, willing to believe him. Why? Because he came to his own and his own did not receive him. But there are some who receives him, who do believe him. And to those people, including you, if that is you, that you believe today, us, right? It says to them, he gave the right to become children of God. To those who, who believe in his name who were born not of blood. Look at this. My, oh my, isn't that an amazing thing? Who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man. Look at this, but of God, but of God. Wow. Verse 14. And the word and that word that was there from the beginning, everything that we just read, and that word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory and we beheld his glory. Whose glory? The glory of Jesus Christ. They saw him, the Messiah with their own eyes. John saw him and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness of him and cried out, saying, this was he of whom I said, he who comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness, we have all received and grace for grace, for the law was given through Moses. But grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Wow. Imagine this John pointing at Jesus. This is he yelling at them. This is he. This is the guy right here. Right. This was he of whom I said. He who comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness, we have all received and grace for grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten son who is in the bosom of the father, he has declared him. Hallelujah. Let's read that again. Verse 18. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten son who is in the bosom of the father, he has declared him. Hallelujah. Verse 19. Now, this is the testimony of John. 
When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, well, what then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He said, answered, no. Then they said to him, who are you? That we may give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. As the prophet Isaiah said, now those who were sent were from the Pharisees. And they asked him saying, why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them saying, I baptize with water, but there stands one among you whom you do not know. It is he who coming after me is preferred before me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. These things were done in Beth, Beth Araba, Barba, sorry, beyond the Jordan, where John was baptizing. Verse 29, the next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, after me comes a man who is preferred before me, for he was before me. I did not know him, but that he should be revealed to Israel. Therefore, I came baptizing with water. And John bore witness, saying, I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove. Like a dove. And he remained upon him. And I did not know him. But he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, upon whom you see the spirit descending and remaining on him. This is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and testified that this is the son of God. So here it is. John is confirming with them that the Holy Spirit that he saw descending upon Jesus when he baptized Jesus, the Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus like a dove. And this is John's confirming and saying, I saw it. And what was told to me was that the one that you see the spirit descending and remaining on him, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And so he's saying the one who's now come to baptize us all in God's Holy Spirit this is him. This is the confirmation. This is the sign. And he's now seeing it that John is explaining to them. Verse 35 says again, the next day, John stood with two of his disciples and looking at Jesus as he walked, he said, behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him speak and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and seeing them following, said to them, what do you seek? Wow. Look at that question. Jesus turned to these two people following him and he says, what do you seek? In other words, what are you looking for? Why are you following me? I mean, that is an in think about that question. Us coming to Jesus, us coming to the Messiah, even today as we come to him, what do we seek? What are we looking for? They said to him. Rabbi, which is to say when translated teacher. So they called him teacher. So that's the first thing is they're now acknowledging and saying, well, first off, from now on, you're our teacher, basically. Right. Calling him teacher. Where are you staying? Wow. Look at look at their answer to his question. What do you seek? 
Teacher, where are you staying? <laughs> That's what we seek. We want to be taught by you and we want to follow you everywhere you go, basically. He said to them, come and see. They came and saw where he was staying and remained with him that day. Now it was about the 10th hour. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. His first, he first found his own brother, Simon, and said to him, we have found the Messiah, which is translated to Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Wow. So he ran and grabbed his brother and said, the Messiah, he's here. We found him. Come, Peter, hurry. He grabbed him and brought him to Jesus. Now, when Jesus looked at him, he said, you are Simon, the son of Jonah. You shall be called Cephas, which is translated a stone, a stone. Wow, a stone. That's amazing. Then he tell Peter on this rock, I shall build my church. Wow, a stone. Verse 43, the following day, Jesus wanted to go to Galilee and he found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now, when Philip was with from now, Philip, sorry, was from Bethsaida, Seda, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him of whom Moses and the law and also the prophets wrote Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said to him. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said to him, behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, how do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered and said to him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You're the king of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree. Do you believe you will see greater things than these? And he said to him, most assuredly, I say to you hereafter, you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the son of man. Let's read on to chapter two. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was there. Now both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. And when they ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. Jesus said to her, woman, what does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, whatever he says to you, do it. Now there was set. Now there were set there six water pots of stone according to the manner of purification of the Jews, containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece. Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, draw some out now and take it to the master of the feast. And they took it when the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and did not know where it came from. But the servants who had drawn the water knew the master of the feast called the bridegroom. And he said to him, every man at the beginning sets out the good wine. And when the guests have well drunk, then the inferior, you have kept the good wine unto now. This beginning of signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. After this, he went down to Capernaum. He, his mother, his brothers, and his disciples 
and they did not stay there many days. Verse 13. Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand and Jesus went up to Jerusalem and he found in the temple those who sold oxen and sheep and doves and the money changers doing business. Wow. So, he, so Jesus now goes to the temple to Passover and he goes to the temple. In today's time, this would be equivalent to walking into the buildings on the weekends that people meet to ha- you know, to worship God, as we call the church. Right now, we know that the church is actually the body of Jesus Christ. That is the actual church. So the church is actually people. But however, on the weekends, the body of Christ, the church go to worship him at a building. Right. Which most people say, you know, would consider going to church. So here it is. Jesus going to the temple. That would be considered today modern day church. He's going to the temple and he found in the temple, though, people selling oxen, and sheep and doves and the money changers doing business. Wow. When he had made a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changers money and overturned the tables. And he said to those who sold doves, take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. Then his disciples remembered that it was written, zeal for your house has eaten me up. Wow. Look at what we just read. Look at what just happened. You know, when we read God's word, what it does is it opens us up to understanding who he is. We know the things that he like. We know the things that he don't like. We know the things that makes him happy. We know the things that make him angry. We know the things that makes him sad. Well, what are we reading right here? We're seeing right here, right now, that this is something that Jesus does not tolerate and it makes him furious. It makes him very angry. Well, what is it that's making him angry? They're selling things in the house of God. So think about that even in today's terms. Are, are you know, it's not acceptable. It's basically not acceptable. Look at what he's saying. And now also just to point out a few things in this. Number one, look at what's in the temple that they're selling the oxen, the sheep, the sheep. Didn't Jesus say that he's the good shepherd, that he is the good shepherd, that he shepherds the sheep, that if the 99 sheep, if he's shepherding the 100 sheep, but if the 99 and one went astray, that he would go leave, not leave, not the 99 and go after the one. That's what he would do. He said, would I not leave the 99 and go after that one? So he's referring to his people as the sheep a lot. Right here. We're seeing they're selling oxen and sheep and also the doves. They're selling doves. Well, when what is the significance with the doves? Well, we just read with the Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus when he was being baptized like a dove, like a dove. Now think about the significance of this. Think about a person who would have a gift that God, that the Holy Spirit has given them. The Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus like a dove. Think about a person having a gift that the Holy Spirit has freely given them and then them turning around and using that gift and selling the dove, selling the dove, <laughs> selling that gift. Selling merchandise. I mean, look at what he's saying here in this, right? He's saying, and he said to those who sold doves, take these things away. Do not, do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. Don't do it. Don't do it. 
don't have tons of things for sale in your hallways or <laughs> you see <laughs> anywhere in there. Right. Just don't do it. Do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. Then his disciples remembered what it uh, sorry, remembered that it was written zeal for your house has eaten me up. So the Jews answered and said to him, what sign do you show to us since you do these things? Jesus answered and said to them, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. Then the Jews said, it has taken 46 years to build this temple. And will you raise it up in three days? So they're thinking that Jesus is referring to the actual temple that they're seeing with their eyes. Again, that building that they're in. Right. But look at what it says in verse 21. But he was speaking of the temple of his body. He was talking about himself, that when you kill that, when Jesus was letting them know that when I'm crucified, when they kill me in three days, I will be risen again. I will raise again. So he's talking about his body. Verse 22. Therefore, when he had risen from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this to them and they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had said. Now, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover during the feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs which he did. But Jesus did not commit himself to them because he knew all men and had no need that anyone should testify of man. For he knew what was in man. For he knew what was in man. Wow. 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 How amazing is God's word, that food? That's that substance. This is what we need. These are the words to live by. I pray that today you were blessed by this word, that the Holy Spirit spoke to you. And I want to encourage you to read God's word on your own. We can read it together, but also read God's word on your own as much as you can. This is what we need. This is the words of life where we can come and read God's word and allow him to lead us, not in our righteousness, but his. Again, I pray that you guys were blessed by today's episode. Thank you so much for listening in. Until next time, God bless. Peace.